Welcome to Cardiff Going to Change, presented by AIW, sponsored by Smartwork Video and the This Is Awesome Wrestling Show. I'm Glenn Moore, joined in studio this week by co-owners of AIW, John Thorne and Chandler Bagans, a very special guest in studio. This is part one of a two-episode series. A man from Cleveland, a man who is now a, well, we could say he's a WWE superstar, a man that uh, is AIW, Mr. Johnny Gargano. Johnny, pleasure to have you in studio. Hi. I was listening to the podcast today on my plane to Cleveland. How come I don't get a nice introduction like that ever? <laughs> yeah. I'm from Cleveland too, man. It's Johnny Gargano, man. You gotta go all out. Star fucker. <laughs> but last week we had the Duke on, and we wanted to you know, highlight how you get in the business the wrong way. Now we're going to highlight it. How to do it the right way with uh, with Gargano here in studio. We got the Duke and Johnny Gargano, two of yeah. the biggest icons. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Absolution. Yeah, Mr. Absolution. We have we had the same record going into this year's Absolution. No, he's been on all of them. You yeah, but won. they had no, the same, same winning record. Oh, we both won winning. the same number of matches. Yikes. Oh, man. <laughs> Good job, guys. <laughs> and that was brought to my attention. I was like, whoa. The Duke and Gargano, same, same, same amount of wins. We'll talk about it next week, but uh, we made you lose a couple times that probably were pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I know. But we're going to talk about how to get into wrestling the right way, and that is go to wrestling school. <laughs> And uh, I think it was. That's it. See you guys next week. That's it. <laughs> that's the. That's it. That's it. Well, I think you know we could, we we'll talk about your career next week. But uh, I think a couple years ago we pitched you the idea of starting a wrestling school when we were in Lakewood. Yeah, you guys have been talking about doing this wrestling uh, school thing for a long so time. This would Hard, be two thousand ten. Two thousand ten is when it's just Thorne and I, and we've never had another like uh, partner. So we were really taking it seriously and. Uh, we approached you, I think, in 2010, 2011, just never got off the ground. And you then, said, yeah, man, let's do it. And then we didn't start it until, like, <laughs> 2014 yeah. or 15. Something like that, yeah. So, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, things just take time, man. You got to develop them. You got to develop these ideas. You got to let them let them. It's almost simmering for a long time. Well, yeah. so we're so it was in the slow cooker. We're this is like the Turner Hall era of AIW, and, like, we made a deal with them, like, hey, let's get a school going. We got serious. Uh, and then Sirius we had, XM Radio. <laughs> we had serious. one sign up, and we're like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And then we who's the one sign up? Weird uh, body. Yeah, weird body. Yeah. He was the first. He prepaid. He I didn't the, know that. He, he was the first. He was the first guy there at orientation, and I went, "Hey, man, are you 18?" <laughs> so all three of us are standing there, which uh, you know we were close at the time, but you know, I wasn't at orientation. Greg was there. Oh, Greg, Greg was, was there. there. Greg okay. took my spot. I was somewhere. Yeah, you were somewhere, and then you came the next. Yeah, train I came session. the first. Yeah. So we're all standing there, us and Greg and Weird Body. So and Star then- didn't show up for first day because he knew nothing was going to happen. Yeah, I, had, yeah. I had Greg give him the "This is the dance." He speech. sent. He sent Greg. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, the door opens and all these people come in, and we're like, "Whoa, where'd all these people come?" Yeah, from? the only person I guess that registered was Weird Body, and he was there. I'm pretty sure he rode a bicycle there. Yeah, because he lived right by there. So <laughs> yeah. there's just this guy there, look looking homeless, homeless as fuck, and he was just like, "Hey, man, I'm here to be a wrestler." I said, "Hey, man, you look like you're 15 years old." He goes, "Oh no, man, it's cool." <laughs> hey, man. And that was it. That was the start of the wrestling school. And then Greg gave a big speech about how wrestling sucks and how they should all leave. Yep. <laughs> and then they all left. No. Well, well they came back, though. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about Chandler Biggins' eye for talent. Oh, yeah. Because every single guy this that a, shows up and oh, signs yeah. up, he goes, this is going to be the next hey, guy. I'm, I'm if you get, it became an ongoing bit 
at the school that if uh, if you were Chandler Biggins, guy. yeah, if you were a Chandler Biggins guy, you're done. There's no way you're gonna there make was, it. There was not one. This is my guy that made it more than three sessions. Nope. But they had a hell of a run all three sessions. No, oh, a hell of a run. <laughs> so we're starting with your original guy, which is Steve. Steve, who is a Kaplan Carson guy. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this guy has a look. He looks like a rock and roll guy. <laughs> he, had a, he had long hair. Okay, let's put it out there. He had long hair. <laughs> he had that's a hell it. of a promo. That's it. He didn't even have a promo at that point. Yeah, yeah. And then he just never came again. And then he showed up like a he month He said later. he was going to give us double on yeah. Thursday. Yeah, he said he was going to give us double on Thursday. Because that, that was the christening of the first day drill, which is a, an extensive cardio session. Uh, I, that, okay. I think the point, the point of this podcast is going to be that fucking running wrestling schools are awful because the majority of the people – just quit and never yeah, come back. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so we do the the ongoing. I can't like, tell you how many times that Thorne and I have been like, man, let's just pack it in. <laughs> pack it in. Pack it in. <laughs> pack it in. I'm going to pack it in now. Look at these. We're not doing too good as it is. Got a great crop now. Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to say that. <laughs> I just want to know. I, just I have to know say that. How many emails we get and we're like, listen. See, that's no. why. I, that's why I let you guys do all that. Yeah, oh I don't God, want to deal don't with any of that. That is awful. I show up and I show you how to grab an arm, and that's about it. You got to deal with Thorn, all the people. Thorn that. multiple times has said to me, "We need a better screening process." And I said, "How can we have a better screening process? Because it's so tedious to go through all these emails and like talk to these people, and then they just randomly show up." There's and- been a couple times where people just showed up, didn't sign up because they just wanted to meet Johnny Gargano. Oh, he's mo- <laughs> Johnny. Johnny has t- given a big. Speech. Eh, you know, I don't know if I want to sign this right now, but uh- I would. I would love a photo op. <laughs> I would love to get a photo with Johnny. That's yes, available. Yes, they're bringing merch to training. Yeah. How many times have you walked into the training and I'm just standing there talking to somebody? I'm like, Johnny, can you take a picture with this guy? <laughs> yeah, and then they never sign up. They never come back. It's, nope. it's but then awful. we've also had other people that just show up. They're like, oh, we'll do the, all these favors for you, and then we just want to meet Johnny. Yeah, it's weird. It's a it's weird, weird thing. Power of the machine, huh? Yeah. It's, it's happens, weird guys. to know. I mean, we'll talk about this more <laughs> next happens, week, guys. but like I've known you since you were like, what, 15, 16? Six years old? Yeah. Six. We Six. do. We're not going to get into your, uh, we won't even get into that story. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Incriminate I hate you. you. <laughs> I'm going to incriminate you a little bit. <laughs> I, I think actually, you. you know what? I think we should get into no, this story. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah we got to get into no, this story. No, no, no. Let's Come get on. into it. Okay, so you went and you bought, I'll let you actually like, pitch your side of the story, okay. just so I'm not incriminating you. So Greg Iron like helped run a show in Indiana, and this kid sold me all his merch. <laughs> like he goes, he goes, I have this storage unit full of merchandise. Come to Indiana like the next week and do it. So it's like it's like a Thursday, and I went and bought this entire kid's collection because if you've been to AIW, oh, wait, how old was he to start? Twenty five. Okay, that's totally legal. So yeah, <laughs> you should you should have let off yeah, with that. Well over eighteen. Okay, yeah, twenty five years old. Maybe I don't know. I don't, I don't know too much about him, but. Like if this is you, why I say we need better screen processes. <laughs> if you go to AIW shows, obviously you know that I treat it like a flea market. I have eight tables of knickknacks from pro wrestling. So I'm like, oh, I'll buy your collection. So I went out to Indiana. This guy goes, so what are you – he loads the stuff into my car, and he goes, well, what are you going to do now? Like, you want to go hang out or something? And I said, sir, I got to – I got to go. <laughs> oh, sir, oh, Colonel Robert Parker. There's, there's going to be a long-running thing about Chandler Biggins calling everybody sir. I go, sir, I have to head home now. Don't cause bucks, sir. I'm a big fan, sir. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan. 
so anyways, this guy, I uh, I bought like probably probably 300 magazines from him because I love wrestling magazines and I love uh, boxing and about boarding them to put on the merchandise table even more. And Blacktail magazines. I've never mm-hmm. seen a Blacktail magazine in my life because it was thrown out the window by Sean Blaze. <laughs> Simply sexy. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I'm going through a magazine from 1995 and a Polaroid picture falls out. It's a naked baby. <laughs> And it says 1995 on it, and uh, I didn't know what to do with a picture of a naked by baby. Far, by Wait, far, this turns, okay, okay. This turns into the best yeah, story okay. ever. Treated. So again, okay, so you bought wrestling magazines. You open it up, naked baby picture falls out. Yeah, so I'm sitting. I'm, How did that make you feel inside? Yeah, horrible. You- I go, I go, and then so everybody. I know, I know, it's a running gag that I love newspapers. I read 37 newspapers a day. A day. <laughs> So I have a recycling bin, and I threw this picture in the recycle bin. I go, man, I can't just have that in the recycle <laughs> you bin. You never know what's going to happen. You feel yeah, I never. The house. So then I went and burned it in a sink. <laughs> he burned the baby picture, a picture of someone's child <laughs> in the sink. Now, it was. Because uh, he was I, scared. He, he was I will scared. say that there was nothing, like, it, there was nothing in the picture. It was just a baby, like, in a, in a, like a bath container thing. <laughs> <laughs> a bath container. What, whatever that, like a plastic <laughs> bathtub. Bath, yeah, bathtub. <laughs> bathtub. <laughs> but it goes in the sink, you know, yeah. like the baby. And, and like, that's where the fucking fate of that picture went. Yeah, to. went right back in the sink. It burned. <laughs> Little dong hanging out. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> oh my god. It, it got burned. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that really goes on at training. Yeah. This is Chandler Biggins talking about these weird baby photos he finds. I came to and these the guys thinking they would have my back going, oh man, I feel bad for you, whatever. Candace's face when I told this story, I, I've never seen somebody have utter disrespect. Because you me. burned a picture of a baby. <laughs> what am I going to do with it? <laughs> throw it away. I couldn't just throw it away. Yeah. You had to destroy the evidence. I had to yeah. destroy it because I don't want fucking baby picture laying around. <laughs> Also, Chandler Briggins is known as just when we could be doing something real serious yeah. and he will just disrupt and throw everything off. Like there's a serious like drill going on and people are learning and sweating and Chandler Briggins will just pipe up and be like, hey, guys, I decided I want to be a rapper. And we're like, what? We're like, what? Like people are learning arm drags and like everyone just stops and says what? He goes. Yeah, man, I downloaded this auto-tune app. And then he just starts singing. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <The real> thing. <laughs> and it just totally throws everything off the rails. Because this is this is this is his contribution to pro wrestling. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, this is turning into just your episode now. Yeah, I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about how you think tornadoes are fake. Oh, totally, total work. <laughs> yes, these, these are, are also these are also the uh, the lessons that he teaches the students. It's especially worse when when Johnny isn't there or Candace isn't <laughs> yep. there, and yep. Biggins gets there before I do, and I'll walk in. And he'll have a semicircle around him, and he'll just be like. And one time he walked in, we were playing a trivia game. Yeah, <laughs> I just walk in, and he's he's. Hey guys, who uh, who wrestled pretty wonderful on uh, October seventeenth, nineteen ninety three, WCW Saturday Night? <laughs> like <laughs> just dumb shit like that. Pretty wonderful was awesome. Remember last week when you said that the Civil War happened a few years ago? Yeah, I did. In life, you know, that's not that long ago. In life. Only 200, 300 years ago. Yeah, not only if you sign up to the A.W. school do you learn how to be a pro wrestler, you just get all sorts of life lessons from John Bings. All sorts of knowledge. 
And you get yelled at me, uh, yelled at by me if uh, I ever ask you to get Michael Elgin's cooler and you throw the Tupperware. Oh, yeah. Kaplan. That's the <laughs> maddest I've ever been in my I think, life. I think my favorite story about Turner's, because this is Turner's Hall era, you guys remember when <laughs> we're, I can preface this by saying we're all adults, by the way. Uh, oh, I know we, where you're going with this We one. heard... A we noise a upstairs. I heard a ghost. <laughs> he heard a. Oh, he I heard thought, a ghost. I thought there were no, no. homeless people in there. <laughs> because because well let's let's talk about why we were nervous because even though we tried to lock the door, Turner's Hall, it's not in a good neighborhood. Yeah. And randomly people would come in like one time. People would just walk in. One like, time a guy just be like, "Hey, in. you got any money?" Yeah, he walked into training. He asked for money and bread. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is this is the kind of stuff that why we're happier that we are not training at Turner's Hall anymore because literally a a very angry looking man walked in and said, "Hey, I need money and bread." <laughs> what? Yeah. I need money and we bread. Were, we were training upstairs cuz normally we'd be downstairs, but we were upstairs and we're all, like it just stopped everything. You talk about me stopping training like going off the rail. Okay, I did it one time cuz I thought that there was a violent man in there. No, we all stopped. The whole, you also thought was, it was a ghost. Well, I thought it was either a ghost or somebody that was going to try to kill us. So well, we, we hear running. Yeah. Nobody yes. else should have been in Turner's Hall other yes. than us. There was somebody in there. And we're or here, something supernatural. We hear running up and down the stairs. like Because sometimes we would do a drill where you would have the students run up and down the stairs. Yeah. Well, it sounded like that was going on while we were all, all in the room we were supposed to be in. And I don't think I've ever been more scared in my life than at <laughs> Turner's Hall. Wait, were you more scared then or what? When we played Psycho Sits music and had Frankie Flynn. Oh, my God, that's the second time. Frankie Flynn got his face an inch away from mine, and they played Psycho Sids music, and that was the second most scared I've ever been in my life. Frankie Flynn's a little off, He's a man. creepy guy. He's off. Yeah, but so we took all the students, and we Don't walked around uh, We walked around uh, Turner's Hall ghost hunting base. No. Wow. You stayed downstairs. I stayed I stayed on the second level. You guys yeah. went up to the third level yeah. that nobody ever went in. And you could have got killed. Man. Well, it was me and Frankie Flynn, and the only weapons we could find, he found a <laughs> stick, and I found a broken light tube. <laughs> that was the line of defense. Yeah, that was the line of defense. What if it was that fucking bread man again? He would have got cut like uh, CCW stuff. That dude would have fucked you up, dude. He was, uh, look, he was a scary I w- looking. I would have held him on the ropes and held the light tube gently against his forehead, and he would have cut himself and... No. <laughs> See, this is the kind of shit that he teaches the students. <laughs> I, I teach him how to take light tubes. What do you say? Yeah. So we're we're very happy to uh, to be out of uh, Turner's Hall. Then we uh, we moved the training school to the chop shop slash uh, rub and tug, which is kind of in in some aspects was kind of a worse <laughs> neighborhood. Yeah, I would almost say that was worse than Turner's. Yeah, I mean it was worse. It was worse than Turner's because many times like people would just come up because there was a garage door the, open. What about when the Cinemark man came and he wanted to oh. fuck everybody up? Wait, oh, wait. wait, we we had a student and we tell him to cut a promo and he had never publicly oh, spoken yeah. in his life. Yeah, and he's standing there and all of a sudden a guy in a Cinemark uniform yeah. comes in <laughs> and starts screaming at us because we won't give him money. We don't yeah, say- I mean, the, the ongoing theme is wherever we have training, people come asking for money. And also, children would come and they would ask to go in the ring, and when we said no, they would throw. Oh yeah, that was a pop. That was a bad spot. Like uh, the spot we were at before the place we're at now, uh, the chop shop slash rubbing. We were. It was connected to a rubbing tug, so we had to share Which, a bathroom. How with the awkward was it sharing a bathroom with a rubbing tug? I was real scared. Every it smelled time like tears and baby wipes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, real scared. It, sometimes it smelled all right though. But uh, so we would open. We had to have this garage door, and it was right by the projects. And uh, 
these, and a corner store. Like we shared the same. And these little kids would stand on a dumpster and watch us train, and then they would just go into the corner store and buy full cans of pop and just throw them at the wrestlers <laughs> while they're wrestling. Because we wouldn't like let the them stu- in the ring. Yeah, they would just like whip like full cans of fucking like uh, Shasta pop at them. It was, it was pretty scary actually. And then we have to shut the, all the garage doors. Yeah, and then another time, uh, a man came there, and we had a female student, and uh, a man came there and uh, asked why nobody was treating her like a princess, and uh, <laughs> Kaplan, Kaplan had to grab a stick and run him off, because <laughs> that guy was very mad that nobody's treating this girl like a princess. Well, we, that, that girl was from Oklahoma, and one time she was there, and one of the little kids goes, you're a bitch, and <laughs> the entire training class had to hold her back from fighting this kid. <laughs> I've never seen somebody more enraged than her trying to fight this kid. Does wrestling take place at these uh, no. classes? Oh, sure. oh wrestling? Have you seen our oh. students? About 25 minutes of that, and then... I mean, yeah, an have hour you seen and a half. Stu- have you, have seen you not students? seen Kurt Hurt? It's like, it's like 25 minutes of uh, actual wrestling and 40 minutes of big and sucking about <laughs> child porn and... Uh, Throwing up cans. rapping. That's not good. <laughs> and uh, having trivia contests. And picking which which guy is his guy. Yeah. How many guys have you had? Oh, a lot. This is my guy, Nick. Nick double on Tuesday or Nick. no? Nick Nick was I got this guy. And I got this. Yeah, and then he lasted one week, and now he runs a gimmick table at AIW selling Japanese merchandise. Check him out. What? <laughs> your, he is your guy now. He is my guy now because he buys those tables. <laughs> Long uh, time AIW fan, and I know he's a listener, Dustin Alberti. He had probably the uh, the best uh, resignation speech <laughs> oh, yeah. of oh my all God. time. This guy, this this guy cut a 45-minute speech quitting. Yeah. Said his wife, his wife-to-be was not going to let him be a wrestler anymore. And that his car had a Mercedes engine. Because <laughs> his smart car had a Mercedes <laughs> we engine. Gave him like a, we gave him a standing ovation, though. We did. I love Alberti, but, man, that speech was People are gonna crazy. hate. People are going to hate this episode because this stuff is only funny to us. <laughs> people are going to tune in. Oh, Johnny Gargano, I know him from NXT. We don't hear about you. Then they're going to hear about you burning photos of children. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Babies. But, yeah, so, I mean, we, we do have a couple good students. Yeah, let's name them off. Frankie Flynn, yeah, yeah like Frankie Flynn, yeah, very capable. He's a little, little. He's a little strange sometimes. Frankie Freaky, Flynn, Freaky Flynn. He's got, a, he's got a temper on him. <laughs> he does. Oh, yeah. oh he's a hothead. Yeah. And many hot times, head. there, the many times, uh, if we have actual matches at training and uh, Frankie Flynn is in it, sometimes Frankie Flynn and Kaplan are together in it, and they are throwing down. Uh, yeah, that's that one another, time they were in a legit fist fight. They always, they always it, wind up in a real fight. As you called it, shot exchange. Yeah. <laughs> they get a shot exchange. And many times during training when we're having these matches, Biggins actually buys in on oh, everything. 100%. 100% Biggins thinks everything is real. <laughs> everything is Mind real. Mind you, we were at a wrestling school teaching people how this works <laughs> and teaching them the tricks of the trade. Biggins believes every single thing that they do is real. <laughs> Somebody is selling, and he's a dude. Oh my god, he's fucking hurt. Man. <laughs> fucking, we gotta call an ambulance. He's fucking hurt. He bites on every single thing. Uh, but yeah, we got we got some good students. We got Frankie some Flynn students. is very well dressed as well. Always court, color coordinates everything. Oh, oh yeah, to the T. Color Mag- coordinates everything. Magnus T-shirt. Oh, Magnus probably the t-shirt. only one that was ever sold. <laughs> you don't think Mickey James bought one? Uh, maybe. Uh, I mean, of course, Alex Daniels. Name him right. Oh, off, another right angry off the rip. man. Another oh, very, very, very millennials angry. are so angry. He's so angry. He's like, if I you people would not believe how angry these guys get at each other. Oh yeah, uh, it's very competitive. But I, they should be like. <laughs> 
on the same team. That's the way I look at it. Like, hey, you guys are on a team. No, they fucking hate. They all hate each other. Every single one of them. <laughs> they, they hate each other because they all want that one spot that we have for a student on a show. And they always come to the three of us and complain about the other ones trying to get like a better seed in the student tournament of life. Oh, the politics <laughs> of the wrestling school are, oh, are unmatched. Did you hear about what Frankie Flynn did on the trip to Canada last week? No. Did you hear what Alex Daniels did on the trip to Pittsburgh? Oh. You just naming Frankie Flynn's going to get him so hot at everybody. Dude. Oh, man. He's going to fight me. He's, oh, probably. <laughs> I mean, stuff about the school, too, is we have so many different shapes and sizes and personalities, too. It's always good and different levels of athleticism. For me, it's always fun when Candace comes in and Candace teaches the kids how to do lucha libre stuff. Candace is really the real trick. <laughs> she really is. She's oh Candace, my God. When you're not there, Candace then, is the lifeblood of the AIW school. Candace will show up with a full lesson plan. Oh, yeah. She's the lifeblood of the AIW school. When her and Gargano are both there, Gargano's, you know, in the lead and she won't really even talk. And then Gargano's, Gargano, Gargano's got an NXT taping. Candace comes in with a dry race board. <laughs> she's screaming at the students. Like, Kids are running up ropes and doing, yeah. She's, she yells at them all. Gargano's real nice. She's she's the real, mom. I'm the, yeah, she's the mom. But Well, the funny thing about Candace is I think, you know, us and Johnny were always cool over the years and whatever. We finally opened this training center and he walks in. And this is back when he was still shaking my hand. I don't shake his hand anymore. By I the way. shake his hand. And I go. So what's up with you and Candace? I think I shook his hand once, and I went, "Oh, that was weird." It's yeah. weird. I was like, "What's up?" I with see you guys more than I see my. my I was like, "What's up so. with you and Candace, man?" And you're like, "What are you talking about?" And I was like, "What's up with you and Candace, man?" And then all the students left, and you're like, "Okay, here I'll tell you about Candace. I like her." Yep, that was it. And yeah, I left. that was it. <laughs> Good story, man. Good story. You're really you're really breaking a story. Here. I broke I broke the story. Him and Candace back when it was your re- regular Ryan Satin. Well, he knew. He reported on it before anybody. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, running a school. We've we've learned is is so difficult. And the thing that I think is most difficult is getting them experience because we know that uh, most fans fucking hate students and don't want to see them because they're still learning so it's that's the most difficult part i think about uh running the school is then now we have all these guys that are ready to be wrestlers and it's so hard to work them all in people don't understand though too like i started somewhere like i i was a student at one point and jt put me in the ring with guys that were way better than i was and that's the only way i got better and that's how you learn yeah absolutely and like you see you guys are doing that now with alex a lot and yeah that's, and that's, it's that's, it helps too, him it's funny too because fans are so desperate for we want something fresh we want something to get behind and then like you put something out there and they're always like oh we hate we hate all these students these students are awful because blah, blah, blah. like nobody is going to come out of a wrestling school and like be amazing like they can learn every move in the book, but like when you get in front of a live crowd and you have to, you can't train. You can't train for that. You know, it's it's very intimidating, especially for you know for these guys that you know they're used to basically wrestling in front of you know me, Candice, Johnny, Chandler, and the little kids that threw pop cans at them. <laughs> so like it's 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 a it's a much different situation when you walk out there's and there's so hundreds many, like, of people. Small things that you wouldn't experience without a crowd. Right, and like you walk out, and like, you know that, that's hard. But we we know that a lot of people don't you know want to see them develop. But this is the only way that you're gonna get another generation. You know, because Johnny Gargano is going to be gone soon. So many other guys are gonna be gone soon. There needs to be people out there learning to you know and trying to fill those voids, which 
you know, obviously Frankie Flynn is not just going to shoot right to the top, but like he needs, you know, guys like him and Brian Carson and, uh, you know, Kaplan and Dominic Greeny and all these guys, they, they need to get out and, and wrestle in front of live crowds because we can't teach that, you know, like we're not going to be like, Hey, uh, fans come to <laughs> come down to the training center. And like, it's really cool to see, and you know, I don't, I can't speak for both of you, but it's really cool when like one of our students goes somewhere else, like, you know, a lot of our students go to Canada or, you know, any of these other places. And like, you get reports from other people that are like, Oh, Dom did good. Daniels did good. Yeah. And it's like, <clears throat> it's cool to see that they're kind of going out on their own. But like, you know, you were saying it's so hard to keep them, you know, on the road and doing other shows. And, you know, I know Johnny's taking a lot of them on the road, but, you know, obviously can't take them to, uh, <laughs> take, take them on the road anymore. You know, you take, oh, uh, you Carson, you want to go to Madison Square Garden? <laughs> you taking Kaplan the full sale? Yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, like, for this me, is one thing I wanted, I wanted to bring up to oh, you. I wrestled God. Kaplan and man, I think you're a bad trainer. <laughs> hey man, I told you, you let, you let the Kaplan out of his cage. He's going to pile the bodies to the sky. Right, right or wrong. Right or wrong. When we're sitting there watching student matches and Thorne's like, man, Kaplan's my favorite wrestler. Everything he does. Yeah. So you love Kaplan. You, he Every loves single time Kaplan. he's wrestling, someone else. Changed my mind. Loves it. Changed my mind. <laughs> then he wrestles I him and Kaplan. he's on the ground going, oh, fuck I wrestled Kaplan. him when I was drunk at the Warped Tour and he, he kicked me so hard for real. And I went, what the fuck are you doing, man? Maybe you're just he, drunk. He also hasn't been at training in like months. No. So he, he's piling the bodies out he of the just, uh, Like a month ago, he told me, oh, you know, you, everything going on with Johnny, I want to come back. And never seen him. Kaplan is also a guy who, uh, when we got when we acquired a crash pad, he, uh, he he had a truck to go pick it up, and he decided to take it to his house party. And then uh, multiple times while he got drunk, climb up onto his roof and, and jump the, off the roof. Yeah, he took the McFoley bump from the. What? Uh, he took the McFoley's. This, this is what you're dealing with when you're running a wrestling school. Guys yeah. like this, who we say, "Hey, Kaplan, you have a truck. Can you go pick up this uh, crash pad so we, you know, we have it for training?" So you and, know, the, and then he goes, people, people can safely try things off the top rope, but he goes. Yeah, man, no problem. Comes to training on Tuesday with the crash pad, and he goes, hey, everybody, look at this. I threw a kegger this weekend, and I drank a bunch of shots, and then I climbed on my roof, and I kept jumping off three And he stories. goes, it hurt my back, but I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is the kind of this is yeah. kind of the, the kind of people that, that the wrestling school brings together is, is like none other, because I, you get all walks of life. I think, too, like as far as our students, we have a very diverse class like there's a lot of different characters i think every single one of them is almost different in many different Unique ways in their own yeah, way. yeah like kurt, they all bring something different to the table. Kurt hurts. Kurt, i'm not i'm uh <laughs> <laughs> being politically correct <laughs> uh kurt hurts is gonna gonna change gonna the world shit, dude. <laughs> change the world can you take uh, his devo tape i will say I, I will say this there there's people like i think every single student that showed up we all secretly hated amongst ourselves, and they've all found a way to grow on ourselves, grow on us, or like fine tune fine things. Like Kurt, for example, I thought was going to be the worst person I ever met in my entire and life. And the fact that I mentioned to him, well, you know, you have to be there Friday to do ring crew, and he goes, <laughs> <laughs> Well, we had we had one student that showed up. He had no idea that uh, what independent wrestling even was. I'm pretty sure that he just thought that this put him right to SmackDown. Actually, quite a, a few he people. Goes, he goes, a few people have showed up. 
not one clue what independent wrestling is. They were yeah, just like, multiple times we've had to answer the question, what do you mean you run shows? What does that mean? Yeah, not, not a clue. Not not a clue what independent wrestling is at all. They just they see Johnny Gargano on the WWE network. They see that you can learn to be a wrestler. They think it go they think it's just that's Straight it. To the top. Yeah. They, well, they think, it's, it. they think that's how it works. Yeah, because we did have a guy ask how, when do I get on SmackDown? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Swear to God. Yep. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, and then two times I've been the most angry at the students. Number one was when uh, Kaplan threw away Elgin's Tupperware <laughs> and I had to explain to Elgin, sorry about your Tupperware. Number two was Gary the King Baller, his first day. He's running the ropes, and I've never seen more vomit come out of somebody in my life. He's bringing it back to the first day drill. Bringing it back to that. That that is the most disgusting thing about running a wrestling school. So much puke, man. So so many bodily fluids coming out of things that you would not expect. Because as you mentioned, nothing really prepares you... Like to actually get in the ring and do that sort of activity. going to be Randy Orton. Yeah, right? like they can't, they can't, you can't get on a treadmill and replicate what you're going to do in a wrestling ring. There's so many different variables for so many different things. Uh, so these guys, we have this uh, first day conditioning test, and a lot of the time, many people puke, and we always tell them, Go out of the ring if the you're going to puke. The toilets at Turner's Hall, the first day you did this with the whole class. Oh, everyone puked. Clogged. Everyone clogged. Puked. The toilets were clogged. Everyone puked. And then it's Gary not like the King Ball. water anyway, man. Well, Gary the King Baller has the most notorious puke because he decided to eat a calzone right before. <laughs> well, we didn't know this. He didn't know this until calzone. later on he explained to himself why he puked. But he goes over to the side of the ring in the middle of this drill and he vomits all over the one side. And I'm yelling right at, at your Right at, like, yeah. no, 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 right at no, no, your no. feet. Projectile. No, on the other side. On the oh, other yeah. side where yeah. nobody was at. Yeah. And I'm screaming at him, get the fuck out of the ring. <laughs> And he crawls over. In between him practicing auto-tune raps. Yeah, yeah. No, that was a long time ago. He crawls over to where everybody is standing or sitting and then does an entire another vomit. (laughs) Right at at everyone's feet. Right at everybody's feet. And I've never seen more puke in my life. And he's just laying there moaning. Biggins, uh, as much as he wants to... uh, throw training off he also has no filter when he thinks somebody is a piece of shit and he let Gary the King Baller know <laughs> yeah. Gary the King Baller was laying on the ground moaning and he's I'm like get scre- the fuck up and get the fucking mop you disgusting motherfucker and poor bone collector Dominic Garini had to go to the corner store and buy all sorts of cleansers yeah. and brownie oh. brownie fucking yeah uh, brownie fucking uh, Gary the King Baller though grew I mean he grew into Gary the King Baller you can see these names come from- oh, oh yeah. that's it yeah nobody ever comes with like the, they come and they're like, I want like Kurt Hurts. I want to be like Alex Starr. Yeah, I want to be like AJ Styles. <laughs> and it's, I'm going to be. Well, I, I'm pretty Dan, sure. I'm pretty sure Dr. Dan thought he's going to be AJ Styles. Yeah. No, Dr. Dan wanted to be uh, DCR, like RVD. Oh, yep, yeah, there yeah, was. Yeah. yeah, that's what DCR started from, and we went, Nah, I don't uh, know, man. But back to Gary the King Baller. So he shows up at this class, then he never doesn't show up. We're like for another week, and we're like, this guy's never coming back. He showed up with another one of your guys. Mitch. Yes, Mitch. <laughs> Remember when I convinced you guys Mitch showed up with full gear and his name was Ill Mitch? Yeah, and you said he was a rapper and he was a famous rapper that wanted to transition to wrestling? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. And you guys, you took it. <laughs> I, so, I was so pissed when I got there. <laughs> I just told somebody that story the other day. But anyways, Gary the King Baller finally, after a week, shows up at his next training class after puking and everybody yelling at him. Comes, and it's the Hardcore Holly Clinic. <laughs> oh, no. Hard, and Hardcore Holly goes, how long have you been working, kid? And he goes, it's my second class. <laughs> I forgot about that. And uh, we we didn't even charge him for that because he just showed up for regular Yeah, I think we day. felt yeah. so bad for him. Where it's just like, yeah, he really but. humanized himself when he puked all over us. 
Yeah, yeah. Really? And, oh, and yeah. then he explained to us later at a later date that uh, he ate a full calzone. Right? He goes, right before. <laughs> I was real right hungry, carb so I ate a calzone. Carved up. Wanted to carve up. Was it a meaty, meaty calzone? Oh, yeah. Based on the puke, it was. <laughs> meaty. Yeah, but we've had, we've had so many characters come through that Which school. Which I just got to say, next time you're at Titan Towers hanging out, Johnny, tell yeah. Vince we got a puker. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> Good fucking joke, man. <laughs> These are the, also the kind of jokes yeah. that we hear. <laughs> Disru- Biggins will disrupt the entire an entire drill for a joke like that. I, I think you guys have a different relationship with the kids than I do, but for me personally... I yell I get, at him. I get, I, I'm very like supportive. I'm very nice. Oh, so yeah. I'm very, like, so is Biggins. Yeah. Biggins is like, oh man. You'll Personally, do, you'll do I get more nervous. Time. I get more nervous for their matches than I do any of my own. Oh, when yeah. I know they're going to have a match and like it's going to be in front of people, I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, I can't us. watch it. I can't even. Like, yeah. I couldn't watch the first. Because uh, it's like your children. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. I get scared. My mom oh, can't watch wait, me wait, wrestle. Wait, so. wait a minute. You were flying in from California for their. Uh, they were going to have their first match. Yes. And you were going to be late. This is uh, the J-Lit weekend oh, yeah, where Samoa oh, Joe. Tell that story. Oh, yeah. So okay. you show up at what, like yeah. 2.30 yeah. or so something? So they're having their, the, 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 sh- the show before the main show was. The girl show. Yeah. yeah. They had their first like multi-man yeah, match. Yeah, six, the six-man. Basically, and- all the students were in one yep. match. Okay, so I'm pulling up and their match was over at that point because I flew in late. Because you have been uh, contacting us being like, when, when are they yeah, on? Are they yeah, on? and they already went. Uh, so they, I think their match was ending as like it was, I, I was yeah, leaving yeah. and getting there. Uh, so I pull up and I see an ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> and a, as a worried parent, I pull up and I see an ambulance and I know that's one of my kids. <laughs> I definitely, I'm like, one of my kids is dead. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> what happened. And then I go in and of course, uh, Ryan broke his sternum. And never wrestled again. And never wrestled again. And yeah, one and done. But I knew as soon as I saw that ambulance, I was like, "Well, someone died. <laughs> someone died on my watch. <laughs> someone died while you're in the air." And I always blame Kurt Hertz for the time that you and Carson did the fake out injury, and <laughs> he started running. He st- <laughs> so this goes back to you falling. Well, oh yeah, but. I didn't fall for the injury. I fell for Kurt was almost in tears going, oh, my God, he's hurt. He's I don't hurt. know if he was in tears. Oh, almost in tears. Oh, over-exaggerator Biggins. <laughs> almost in tears, running around going, oh, my God, he's hurt. And you had 9-1 dialed on your 9-1. <laughs> and then I forget who I think, like, Alex or somebody was like, yeah, this is a fucking work. <laughs> So the moral of the story is I don't. You should probably go to wrestling school, I guess. Well, and I think it's stupid that so many people email and they're like, "What do you mean? Like we got to pay for it? Or what do you mean we got to go? You know, work out and stuff?" Yeah, I mean, and for the most part, like going to wrestling school is about the wrestling training, but it's also about the camaraderie that you feel and the experience you have getting into the wrestling business and learning the ins and outs. And I think we present a good, you know, a lot of different tricks and a lot of different little things in the bag that you learn that I don't think you learn a lot of other places that we kind of want to present to you and keep you on your toes and do a lot of and, things and like, like I that, think it's so. crazy like between you and us how many contacts these people make like uh, one of our students did a clinic over the weekend and like he said everybody that was all the bigger name indie guys that were there all walked up to him knowing him because they had met him through the AIW system yep. and, and that, I think that's crazy and it gives you a step ahead but People would rather go pay, you know, fifty G-mo bucks to train or them. something. Yeah. You know, like uh, it's you get what you pay for. Pretty much is kind of the moral of the story. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just it's it's a weird. It's been a weird experience running a wrestling school, but we've met so many like just like so many characters through this process. Uh, even people you know we never saw ever again. Like we'll randomly just like 
laugh and joke about. And- uh, what about the guy who uh, did like two classes, got hurt, and then he filed YouTube disputes against us saying that we're using his image in videos? Oh, yeah, because he's using the presentation skills. <laughs> he tried to take our YouTube account down because he said we were using his image in like a... We're using his likeness against uh, against his will. Uh, but, yeah, all kinds of weird stuff. Um I guess, you know, if you want to get into wrestling, you just sign up for wrestling school and you get to uh, experience all this kind of chaotic. Just And hurry up. You got Johnny maybe till October 1st. <laughs> but it makes you appreciate having Johnny around, who's been around for years, you know, the talent gap between a, a, a teacher and students that, you know, hey, it could be a lot worse when it comes to, you know, having Yeah, a, and the thing, too, is, like, the, there'll always be, like, a, a lifeline with me here. Like, I'll always watch out for anyone that is a part of the AIW school because, you know, they kind of are my kids. And, you know, even though I won't be there all the time, I'm still going to, you know, so Kaplan's going to be out. at WrestleMania. Yeah, popping it out. <laughs> Pile of bodies in the sky, man. Let's yeah. get him in a TLC or a Money in the Bank or something. <laughs> Elimination Chamber with Kaplan. All right, it's going to wrap it up for uh, this episode. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes, Lipson, Google Play, Stitcher. Make sure to leave a comment, leave a rating, leave a five-star rating for us on iTunes. Really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Dude, you need a mute button. (laughs) 